0: Welcome back, everyone. This is another episode of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. We're bringing it to you for you know uh, uh, it's the first episode of the month, and obviously keep uh, keep the eyes and ears, the ears and eyes peeled. Let me throw it like that for the uh, additional episode coming out later in the month. But we got a lot to talk about. Uh, There's a resurgence of football. You thought football was dead. Football is
1: not dead. Sterling, how you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, Yeah, it's it's well. NFL not being here, I wouldn't say football is dead. Right. But it's always interesting. Can a league exist uh, outside of the NFL and really outside of college football? Right. And that's, that's the question that the rock is trying to answer right
0: now. Right. So make sure to go uh, rate, subscribe at everything, sports tech, Atlanta, sports tech, Atlanta media, and make sure to check out the YouTube has resurged and you can check out short form content there. If you want to just catch some of the topics that you enjoyed, uh, or if you want to catch the the big discussion and just, you know, dive in and watch it and see these phases at the same time, make sure to go to Sports Tech Atlanta on YouTube. So, like we said, yeah, football is back a little bit. The XFL uh, run, run by The Rock and his uh, business partner, Danny Garcia, uh, correct? Yep. And uh, they have – are looking, I, I believe, to try and be that one – the 1B – to the nfl and that is be to be the official minor league in some way shape or form but the xfl has brought in some excitement some new changes which have kind of put the put put the nfl on notice a little bit but there's some cool technology that's being utilized uh for this but still let me ask you this question let's let's keep it real yeah because that's what we do here Yes, we talk tech, but we talk sports. We like to keep it real for everything that we're coming into. We keep it 100.
1: So, is this too much football? Like, do you care about this football at all? No. Simple answer. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know if it's ever too much football, right? I mean, I think the first week the ratings weren't, like, terrible. But I think for me, as a fan of really a lot of sports, I like my seasons, right? Like, the summer is for baseball, right? Once the NBA Finals... Are, are closed up in early June. I know it's baseball season, right? It's now my time to focus on where the Braves are at, right? Now I might do a little NBA summer league, depending on you know who gets drafted and all those type of things. But for the most part, right, summer's for baseball. In the fall, fall is you know that that when Labor Day hits, right? You know it's college football, it's the NFL. Like we're back, right? Your weekends, your Saturdays, your Sundays are all for that. And then kind of the NBA phases in you know, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't do it on of hockey. I'll do a little soccer every now and then, but right. you know, I'm kind of the main three kind of sport person. Right. So for me, when football kind of ends, I'm always watching basketball, but like, you know, the weekends, like, you know, Sunday, Saturday, it's like, all right, there's some big football games on that. I want to like partake in. So, yeah. yeah, I think now what's tough. If, if you've, you know, if you're similar to me, right. And you've always planned it out that way. It's a little weird to be like, well, I want to spend, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday afternoon, watching the XFL, right? I, just, mm-hmm. I have other things to do, right? And then I kind of want to come home and, like, watch the NBA on Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? Because right. this is when the games start getting good. You know, it's the race to the playoffs, all that type of stuff, right? It's that t- It's that time for us now. So it's weird, I think, to try to, like, let me follow an XFL team. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it is. It throws everybody's schedules off. And I I can guarantee there's one group of people that are probably pretty disappointed or upset for, at the XFL. And those are all the big movie watchers on Friday, Saturday and Sunday who enjoy big movies watching maybe Shia LaBeouf on Transformers on FX for the 30,000th time that it's been on TV. No, Great movie. can't do it. Great movie. Great movie, but you can't do it. Can't do it. You want to know why? Because The Rock has infiltrated your TVs through via FX. So how do you feel about them utilizing the, I'll say, alternative channels with their partnership and agreement? So they're on ESPN, they're on FX, they're on ABC primetime. Uh, so they're kind of going the way of what Liv just did, and being on the CW. Obviously, USA Network is you know being used because NBC Sports was disbanded literally in the the heat of the night at the thick of night and now you have sports on your you know your, your regularly known tv channels movie channels do you think that as a as a smart strategy or it's going to get kind of lost in the wind especially when a, a that's a tv channel that's truly known for just having movies as, as for fx so do you think that'll help or hurt the viewership uh for the xfl
1: I don't think it hurts. I think anytime it's on your TV package and it's easy to find, I think that helps, right? To your point too, they have this ABC ESPN showcase game as well. So the fact that you're able to, you know, get people into your ecosystem there that obviously direct them to, to your point, that FX game, I think it's all beneficial. And you Mm. want to just seed your product in different ways, I think, especially when you're starting it out, right? You want people, you know, that remember that flippability that we used to have with cable. You're bored. You're just flipping through channels. And the hope, right, with having it on FX is like, oh, like someone will stumble upon it as they're, to your point, bored on a Saturday or Sunday as they typically would to like find something to watch. And instead of them watching Transformers or iRobot for the thousandth time, it's like, oh, there's a there's a football game. on, Right. Mm -hmm. And then you've got names that you've heard in the past. Right. An A.J. McCarron, a Paxton Lynch and now it's like, oh, like I'll sit here and watch this. That's I think that is the hope that that The Rock and the XFL have right now for what they've tried yeah. to do with this package.
0: By the way, don't think you meant to do it, but both Shia LaBeouf movies for iRobot and Transformers.
1: I actually did it, uh, but I watched iRobot the other day. Uh, great movie. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of robots, the XFL is implementing some pretty cool systems um, to be more immersive for the fans. Um from a technical standpoint, a little bit of AR when you're when you're when you're watching on on screen, but more so, it's about the processes that they're going through and showing what, yeah, just what they do behind the scenes, so that you can have that full interaction and full transparency from the fans to the game. And I think, like I said to start out, it's putting the NFL on notice a little bit.
1: Yeah, so the XFL is using a company called Bolt Six, and what I find interesting about that is Bolt Six, uh, the conception of it came from the ex CEO of Hawkeye Innovations. Uh, Hawkeye Innovations, excuse me, um, and Hawkeye, as we've uh, talked about a couple times on this podcast, you know they've got uh, partnerships with the MLB, with uh, cricket leagues, um, with the NBA, but they also just uh, were able to do the VAR. For FIFA here for the past, for the previous World Cup, so their technology uh, is utilized across sport and really kind of what you see on a daily basis from your uh, from your viewing experience. So what Bolt Six has done here is um, really created something that's in real time. I'm going to read a quote here from um, Scott Harneman, who's the senior vice president of technology for the XFL he says bold 6 is a key innovation that is streamlined how the XFL transmits and distributes camera feeds from our venues it allows dean and that's dean blandino we'll get into that of like uh, one of the clips that went viral of showcasing dean uh, blandino really talking through right? you've seen dean on your on your broadcast on CBS and Fox in the past now he's working with the XFL but The quote goes on to say, it allows Dean to act as head of official for every game and takes fans directly into the replay decision-making process. Medical teams can now work in real time and collaboratively for injury, spotting by sharing and tagging video clips, while our coaching staffs can view real-time video on sidelines and in the booth for quicker in-game adjustments. This technology that can help us help advance the game of football and bring fans closer to the action. Now, the cool thing about the video that, that you just kind of saw there right is this this ability for you to really see what happens right in the replay and Dean Blandino is explaining it in real time. It's something that we don't get on the NFL side right the right. transparency right what is a catch what is not a catch what you know even in the NFL, in the um, in the Super Bowl right? Uh, like, is that a fumble? Is that not a fumble? Did he catch it? Did he make, did he make a football move? Like all these questions that go through your head, you're doing it with your friends, you're texting about it, you're doing it on Twitter, but to then be able to see it and to have a company that has this technology that can do this in real time, uh, is, is really truly remarkable on one side, but an advancement and, and to your point really puts the NFL on notice of what your viewing experience should be in the year 2023.
0: Yeah. And I think it, it takes that air of mystery away, especially in big moments. And here's, I, I will say, do I need this to be done or do I need to hear what's going on behind the scenes on every play when every review, I don't know, I guess the, 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 the still out on that one, because I like it, but do I necessarily always want to see that I want to see it in the big moments, but if it's the first quarter, there's going to be a review or a challenge flag. I kind of think it's early in the game. You know, it's, you know, it's inconsequential. It could be towards the end, end results. So like, let's save that intimacy and that, it, you know, jumping in a uh, look for a little bit later, but I do like what they're trying to do. And obviously the XFL has to come in and differentiate itself from what the NFL is because you have to, in some way, garner eyeballs and do some quirky things. It's not like the XFL. It ain't uh McMahon's XFL. With right. uh basically go-go dancers, fireworks, he hate me, uh, and you know, chasing after the ball, which actually was pretty entertaining from an entertainment That was entertaining. Standpoint, that
1: was entertaining. He,
0: he knew what to do from just pure entertainment. I'm gonna I'm gonna go have a beer, and I'm gonna be as rowdy and as raucous as I can, like I'm at a WWE event, but it's mm-hmm. football. That's what Vince McMahon did. But obviously, that's not what the xfl is trying to achieve that's not what the the usfl is trying to achieve as well and i think that's going to be competing with them that's so that's going to be interesting uh when it comes to ratings so they're trying to make the game as close as possible but also add in to show where their value can bring be the value add to the nfl essentially uh and get that partnership because that's the all elusive goal that has plagued what how many how many leagues have we had in the last like four years five years maybe I take yep. it back actually 2014 there was a another league that popped in so like you just had um terminations of leagues because they thought the nfl would come and be that extending olive branch and financial arm that they could just rest on and that's not the case so yeah i, I like the strategy that they're going with and this has been a really good product so far and i i, I did like what they were showing so but i'm just i'm a stickler
1: you know how i am well, you have to differentiate yourself in some way, right? Because the the idea that the product is going to be the same as the NFL is, I mean, there, there's just no way, right? If the NFL's right. got the best players, and even if college football's got the – if college football or truly, like, the SEC, right, is the pipeline to the NFL, right? then what you have and what your product has is going to be, like, you know, C and, like, B- minus at best, right, Compar- comparatively. So, like – yeah, I think you have to find these different ways of leveraging technology to showcase what you can do, right? To showcase right. like right. your product in a different way and get people talking about it. So I think they're going about it in a great way. I think the partnership is, is like I said, remarkable what, of what we're able to kind of see in real time there. Um, yeah. And I'm yeah. excited for more... I, to be honest, I have not watched an actual game. I've seen clips on Twitter. I've not watched mm. an actual game, so mm. I will uh, try to do that this weekend and see you know see what I think about it.
0: I know we're going to go to the next topic, but let me let me ask you this question too before we jump off the XFL. And I think a lot of people think this when they're looking at the locations of each of these teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why on earth are they choosing major markets to put a team? That you need the turnstile to have a strong a strong showing. So for folks that don't know, they're in locations such as Houston, right, Seattle, uh, Orlando. It's not bad, but Orlando has a lot. Um, but you're not going to your Omaha, Nebraska. You're not going to sorry. You're not going to your Omaha, Nebraskas of the world. You, you're not going to. I would even th- let's say Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know. Why, why not go to a, why not go to an area that's shown from at least let's go with triple a baseball or double a baseball has had great representation by the crowd. Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania, shout out, shout out to the, to the, to my Scranton knights out there. Thank God y'all weren't the ones like you, you from unstoppable because like you saw over there in East Palestine in, in the, in the train derailment, terrible, just off going on a tangent. But that's what they have this strong showing with the they're the rail riders if you didn't know for <laughs> the yankees affiliate
1: so, I, knew the, I knew they were the yankees affiliate
0: yeah yeah yeah. so i just don't understand why they don't go to these strong b cities maybe c cities 200 000 folks that live there and put in a pro team what do you what are your thoughts on that
1: i i find that interesting too right because I think one of the games that I saw, right, I think it was Houston that had a pretty good turnout from a fan, like, fan attendance perspective. But to your point, I I wouldn't be focused on, like, trying to fill an NFL stadium, right? Especially as you're, like, just starting this league out. My thought, and I'm with you on the thought process, is, like, I'm going to, like, Iowa City. I'm going to places that don't have football. And actually, I might even try to partner with, like a you said Tulsa right like the University of Texas um, down in Tulsa right like like I would try just, to
0: use just, Tul- just Tulsa University yeah Tulsa University
1: in that also UT in there also like a UT Tulsa too
0: uh there's no there's UTEP that's in El Paso though uh, but so that's what I would use right
1: that's no. I would try to I would utilize that as a partnership because now you're like working with the, like universities it's also you talk about pipeline. Now you're kind of feeding yourself into like you're getting players straight from like some of these colleges, right? Again, I mean, you have to be honest about what your product is at, at the beginning here. So, right. I that's what I would have done. I thought it was interesting. Again, I think that first week in it, like true attendance at the game was 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 pretty good, and I know it's mm-hmm. fallen on our last weeks, but yeah, I mean, I, you always want to find areas where like people are going to come out, right? People are going right. to find support and like start backing you and being like, Oh, I can do this for the next five, 10 years, right. like get season tickets and be excited about it when this rolls around.
0: I know somebody saying, well, do you know, they are playing in like a double a stadium in Las Vegas. And I, and I would come back to you with, yeah, but it's Las Vegas. There's so much other stuff to do. So many things to do in right. Las Vegas. Why do I want to go sit in a double a, not even, I don't, I don't even think it's a triple a teams stadium um it looks like they played looks like hoover alabama's were uh baseball stadium for their high school baseball team that's that's the stadium that it looks like they're playing in so yeah i they i just think that they need to go to those pro-stricken starving communities that are, are waiting for something to to cheer about
1: yeah i just i don't know i'm with you there i i do think that would be i don't know i would you want to see that right when you think about minor league baseball or some of the things, even the G League, right? The G League's in different places. The basketball typically isn't, right?
0: Listen, they they try
1: to grow the game in in, in that respect.
0: Now, imagine they would have threw a team in Daytona right after the 500. Lollipops is still popping. Now they go out and they go to the XFL game. Never been to that
1: establishment. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. I'm just
1: saying. I'm just throwing out a name. I don't know what it is. Uh, no, our next, so yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good way to segue there. Our next one here is really just want to highlight a, a company out of, um, that, that's really kind of building out AR, which I think is really cool. And something that we've kind of talked about is like, what are the technologies that are coming to the forefront? So we wanted to highlight this. I wanted people to go check this out. We'll clip a couple of videos for, for social and obviously kind of on top of the podcast here, but it's called immersive.io. They did a really cool experience where they, if you if you Google that, just type that into into Google. What's going to come up is a video uh, that they did with the New Jersey Devils, right, of, of showcasing their technology. What you what you're going to be looking at is really the the ability for you to watch a game, but then watch it through an AR lens, right? So they partnered with In Real, which has these AR glasses, right? You can actually find those on Amazon for like three hundred seventy nine dollars. And then what it does is it enables you to track everything within the game, right? So you're sitting there, you're watching the game, you're in the stadium, and you put these glasses on. Yeah, it looks stupid. It looks like you just got, like, cataract surgery or, you know, LASIK surgery or something. But you're able to then follow the game in a different way, right? They also had um, or showcased this technology with the Tour de France, right, where people are watching the Tour de France on their TV using these in-real glasses. and then. A full map, right, of the course for that day pops up. You can kind of look down, almost like looking at your coffee table. And now you're able to see everything, right, from this from a different lens, pers- like from a different vantage point. Uh, and I think it's really cool. And I wanted to highlight that. I wanted to showcase that. Um, we've talked about it in the past here uh, on this pod, but I wanted to bring it back up since we've been talking so much here over the past couple of weeks around technologies that are going to be enhancing. Um, our viewing experience moving forward and everything that that that's going to look like uh in the near future cool that's we got two funding rounds we're going to highlight here uh the first is quell who announced a 10 million dollar round um so, Quell is a connected fitness company, which is interesting right now, right? So, connected fitness has gone through this huge change. Obviously, Peloton kind of fell off. We saw this this really boom of what connected fitness could be, right? Um and then in after really after COVID kind of hit, um But what it does, Quell takes a gamified approach to the market with resistance bands designed for a more active gaming workout experience. Um, So the system launched with a fighting game uh, Card Shardfall. They've got more titles coming down the road, um, and that's what the technology will go to, which is expanding their software and increasing their company headcount. Taylor, anything on this one? Yeah, no, I
0: I don't know. It, It just speaks to, I think, the larger... I guess the, the larger environment right now when it comes to post COVID and the immersive equipment, um, mm-hmm. because I, you know, when, what they like to point out for this is obviously the, the, the biggest combater right now is your regular gym Yeah, and the gym has for most purposes, I, I, I think in, in most places kind of gotten back to normal. And I think a lot of people were yearning for that normal, that sense of normalcy, um, and I, I think there, there's got to be a way to continue to incorporate this. So whether I think you're going to see a transition from your traditional, what, what are the, what are the big three things you see when you go to the, you go to a gym when it comes to class classes and interactive uh, uh, workouts, right. spin Zumba and some other class that uses, <laughs> uh, uses the, the, the mirror dance room as a group activity. But, you know, there isn't much stuff. else Billy blanks. Outside of that. Billy, you know, you, you gotta love some Billy blanks. You, you do some of that though, but you don't have much outside of that. So I think I love the, the fact that they got backed, uh, you know, with the, the $10 million in their, in their mm. a uh, round. And I would think that their lane should be, you can incorporate the digital fitness. It get, it and, Incorporate that in with whatever gyms that you can, and I won't, you know, give free plug for gyms that are out there. But then that'll also encourage people to be like, oh, well, I had a good time doing this virtually. Now let me get, in, now let me let me do this at the gym. And so right. I think that'll, I, it'll be the best of both world, but God, best of both worlds there for for product uh, and getting people into gyms and because people want to be around people at the same time. So, but I, I do like, I do like what they have going on.
1: Well, I think with this, right, and we've talked about, like, there's a couple of VR games we've talked about, like gym class, things like that, right? I think you have to find a way to make home fitness and connected fitness fun and interactive, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you kind of thought with, like, Peloton or some of the others that are out there. But at the end of the day, right, like, you're staring at a screen and you're just, you're yeah, you've got like a leaderboard, and your people are talking to you, or like a leader, the leader of the class is talking to you. But it's you're still by yourself in your house, right? At right, the end of the day. Right. to your point, if you want to be around people, how do you do that? And I think there's companies out there, like like I said, there's the VR side. But I like what this is because it gives you something to to interact with. Right. You've right. got to find a different utility to, to get people to working out at home and to enjoy working out at home. Right. To your point, like it's just easier to go to, I think, right to go to a class and go do that. But I do like what Quell is doing. I think this is going to be moving forward. What you see in Connected Fitness, yeah. like the companies that have a really cool product but don't get people into something different. Right. Yeah, are not going to see the same investments. And again, I think it's really where we are from a post COVID perspective. Right. Um, So I think that's, that's what I'm going to be looking for over the next few months. Right. As, as more of these start rolling in or how are people investing in the connected fitness and what type of, you know, what type of companies are attracting investors in the space.
0: And just so I can give a better description for people, just so, you know, Sterling described its, its bands. uh, Imagine you have your, your Wii remote, and then you have two resistance bands attached to your Wii remote and that's wrapped around your waist. And then you're just playing video games and you're using that resistance and punching, slashing left and right, you know, like in a sword movement, uh, boxing, but you're you're playing games and you're you know stepping left and right nothing resistance on your feet as of yet but uh that's where you're getting your workout in and so that's why we're saying you know if you if you're able to do this there's tvs in gyms anyways there's tvs everywhere now and then how how hard would it be and it would be really cool you have a class of 15 people 16 people and there's eight tvs and you guys are going back and forth you're playing the winner of this game or that game and you're getting to work like that is really fun like the hardest thing with working out. And I think that people hit a roadblock in is that in it deters them is that one, like I hate running. I'd, ra- I'd much rather do this with somebody else, but then like take you and me take people that have been active, had a structure of sports in their life so that they know like, all right, well I don't like running like that, but I know I can get my cardio in by playing right. five games of basketball. Not everybody has that luxury of knowing or, or having the skills or ability to playing basketball. So you can get that workout in, in a group setting. So yeah, I'm burning, but I'm not doing it in just straight running and it's something that I enjoy. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's where I think this would come in. You know, you do classes and then you get the best of both worlds of having the interaction. It, it, God, it, I, I am so big brain, man. I I give game I give game out for free. It's terrible. Terrible. Somebody got paid me. I just be I I just give it out way too much. It's like almost that was like $200 session right there. $200 for for 10 minute type session. Golly, Kiko, go to the next one. I'm just upset with myself now. But
1: boom, that's what I don't I'm know where about. you got that that raid from there. But but yeah, again, check them out again. Quell announcing a 10 million dollar raise there. The last one we've got is we haven't seen a ton of esports. I think esports very similar. That's why I wanted to highlight both of these this week, where you saw this crazy boom because of COVID, right? Everybody was at home. Esports had been taking off for a few years and then COVID hit. And then now we've kind of come down from that. Right. And you're seeing the participation in esports drop off over the last couple of years. So I thought this was interesting to see a company. Um, uh, it's called Gfinity. So they just secured uh, about 1.5 in fundraising. Uh, the cash is really to push them forward in their strategy. Um, but but Gfinity is a leading media and technology company in the fast-growing gaming and esports sector, which I thought was interesting, right? So it's really just a publishing, right? Really a, a place and source for esports. Who's getting this cash infusion here? Um, and, and and it's interesting because they're going to be featuring some of these, some of the news, some of the tournaments, right? And hosting some of these tournaments. So uh, the question that I think I have for you, Taylor, is: Have you? I, we don't. We both don't game the way that you know we probably used to, right? But have you seen a rebound from some of the stories that are out there from the esports world? And what do you what do you think about it, this one here with Gfinity?
0: I'll be honest. Um, not as high as you would think. You know, for for that rebound is what it, for what I'm, I'm getting at. So in my daily repertoire and where i i consume and, and get my media um i haven't seen a lot of you know articles to that nature but not saying that it hasn't um but just me personally i i don't i don't think i i've seen a lot to show that there's been this large resurgence but i just know for a fact that that you know gaming ain't going anywhere and yeah. the amount of tournaments that are are rolling and um continuing to grow in the investments that are there obviously it's it is it's here to stay and it's a mainstay Uh, but no i i I say you know i i I take it back i I take it back as i as i dive into the recesses of this beautiful mind no russell crow i have seen some games out there
1: were you trying was that supposed to be a bar there what was that
0: give me give me a flex bomb after that one but i have seen some i actually have uh and, and it comes in the racing world i think they're there has been, I think, that the momentum that had picked up off of iRacing and mm-hmm. some subsequent gaming platforms that aren't necessarily iRacing but give you the same experience and realism. I, yeah. I do think that that has continued to take off when you're talking League of Legends and those games. That's why I don't, I haven't seen it, but I know there hasn't been like a huge drop off and the resurgence. I, I would call it more of an influx. Uh, to what's currently there and it could be a resurgence on the media standpoint but um i have seen more gaming um maybe you know obviously it's due to people i follow except if your name is elon musk and you rework the entire algorithm of twitter so that every every morning that people wake up they see your tweets at the top which is a whole discussion that we have to have at some point ridiculous
1: it really is it really is (laughs) when you think about that concept, like, the- I bought a company, and I've now forced my engineers to rework the algorithm so that you see my tweets. Like, that's a, Not that's insane.
0: Everyone on the planet. Do you know how dystopian, Mad Max, Fury Road, I need to be the conqueror, number one ruler out here vibes that that is throwing out? Like... Yeah. I mean, and not even dystopia. It's it's uh, it's 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 hunger games. That's what that is. Man sitting at the top, making sure trying to dictate and put his put his put his etching and put his fingers over everything. It was just weird. Like I, I had to I had to mute that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I have seen a lot, uh, especially in the in the realm of the racing. And I think there's continued increase because there's been, you know, more influx of capital into this area to to make the game smoother. But I have seen um there was a Lamas 24 um 24 hour race that happened. And I think there was a server down. And this was like a it was a major race too. So that's one thing that I think will deter, especially. Around the world, not just having the gaming done in one arena, one room, but bringing folks into one server uh, or multiple servers out, you know, and doing it via the Internet. I think that's that's uh, prohibiting it from from growth because you do have those outages. And then now you're like, well, how do you accurately put in a champion or what do you do from that standpoint for ruling? So but yeah, I I think it's 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 here.
1: Well, the interesting thing is you look at some of the big purses that were out there in in gaming and they like i said i I feel like they really they peaked in 2021 so i'm Mm -hmm. interested to see as you know we're starting to see some of these other stories and funding go back into the sector what happens right do those purses go up to your point does the participation go to certain things you know before it was like PUBG and fortnite is it more racing? Is it some of the we we talked about alternative sports? Some of those that have taken off in the gaming world. Right. So it'd be right. interesting to see. And, and a company that will be highlighting it and watching over it again is Gfinity, who received 1.5 million in funding. And that's it for us on this week's Sports Tech Atlanta. Talk, as Taylor said at the beginning, um, we've got all the videos out there on YouTube. We've got some shorts, a lot of videos from the podcast. So definitely check that out. Continue to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Sports Tech Atlanta Media. Uh, you can find me at Steve mac. You can find Taylor at mac 29 We appreciate it. Continue to listen, rate, subscribe, and we'll see you in the next edition of Sports Tech Atlanta talk.